everyone. This is Dr. Tammy, and welcome to The Trouble with Sex. Today, we have such a fun, beautiful guest, Nikki McElroy. She's a writer, an actress, and an author. She wrote A Black Girl's Guide to Dating White Men, (laughs) and she's hysterical. We are supported by Dame Products. You've heard me say many times that pleasure is power, and our partners at Dame make products that are all about your pleasure. Making the world a happier place one vagina at a time, Dame makes toys for sex that take solo and couple play to new heights. Check out dameproducts.com slash troublewithsex and get turned on by their innovative designs and modern engineering. For 15% off all your orders, use promo code Dr. Tammy, that's D-R-T-A-M-M-Y, at checkout. Again, that's dameproducts.com slash troublewithsex, promo code Dr. Tammy, and discover your favorite pleasure toy. I am so excited to have you here today, Nikki. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This is exciting. I'm happy to be here and talk about sex. (laughs) And I can't imagine being with anyone that I'd rather talk to about sex. (laughs) I don't know what that means. (laughs) Well, it means I'm like so vicariously living through your life (laughs) because you're out there dating, you're dancing. And like, I feel like you're like living the life. That's what life is for. Having fun. And living. And you're a mom. Like, you're you're managing it all. Yes, and I'm an active mom. I'm, I'm a chair of a, a committee at school, and I'm involved. We can do it all, us women. <laughs> Famous last words. Someone who's, you know, 20 years older than you. Um, and much more tired. So <laughs> I love this idea of the advice that you're giving white men about dating black girls. But I think it's also just across the board— good advice that you're giving men about dating and especially like grown-ups like you're you're talking about like dating after being a mother dating after divorce dating in middle age it's such good advice but i want to ask you a specific question before we get into the details and that is what i ask all my guests which is what do you think is the trouble with sex these days and what what do you want to tell our listeners <sighs> <laughs> from someone that's not having sex right now. <laughs> um, the trouble with sex is the men think that they can just get it easily. Mm. You've probably had this on other uh, shows. The men don't try anymore in the whole dating world. I think women are throwing themselves at them, especially men that, that I would date, men that are a certain stature, like somebody that has a great job, a good home. They really don't have to try because the women are there just to give it away. Wow. So there's too many options for men. Wait, at least here in L.A. Yeah. There's a lot of options, especially if they have uh, a good job or money or, you know, a nice car. Mm-hmm. And they know it. <laughs> and they know it. <laughs> so if they're good looking, if they're nice, then there's a lot of options for them. And they feel like, you know, I can get it from the next person. So Yeah, why try? Why try? Wow. So if you're not going to give it to me, what, I move on to the next one? Real fast. Really? So is there pressure for women now? This is a whole new world for me because I haven't been single for a while. But is there pressure for women to, like, have sex on the first date, the second date? Like, how is it working now? That I don't know. Um, I just go with the flow. But um, I imagine that there is some sort of pressure, not for me at least, 
because I feel if I am being pressured and I feel like there's a pressure, then I'm out. You're done, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. So you just follow your own rules. Correct. Yeah. And you sort of just go with your intuition about how you feel. Exactly. Exactly. Hence not having sex in 10 months. (laughs) (laughs) 10 months? That's like what? Like a giant dry spell for you? Oh, my gosh. Yes. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Well, it's not that it's not there. It's it's there, but like I said, these men do not want to try. They just, for instance, here's, hey, guys that are listening, please listen closely to this. There is a gentleman that approached me at a bar. He's with a group of friends, all successful. All of them were interested. You know, they were all kind of doing that, that male pecking order thing. You know, they would come up and talk to me, and then they would, you know, I end up being a part of their group. Mm-hmm. So finally, one of them stepped forward and said, hey, can I get your number? When a couple of other ones had disappeared. When they come back, he says, he says, oh, get, I got her number, guys. <gasps> so it was almost like he put dibs on me right there. It's like so competitive. Oh, it was so competitive. But he said, I got her number. And one of the friends said, so, okay. He's like, well, I just want you to know I got her number. Were they taking bets? Like I have no idea. But long story short, we move forward. And all I get is the the WYDs, like basically, what are you doing? What are you doing? Uh, what are you doing? How's your day? I'm like, are you going to ask me out? Like, you? oh, you got my number. What are you going to do with it? So we flashed forward. Um, oh, it's been a week and a half now. Um, and I was tired of the what are you doing? So I'm like, you know what? If you want to actually, oh, and he says, oh, we're going over to this bar. Do you want to meet us there? Mm. We're doing this. Do you? No, I don't. And I, my reply was, if you would like to see me, um, a date would be great. Good. So you schooled him on what uh-huh. to do. And, he, and so he's, um, he's like, I understand. But I was just seeing if you were going to be out tonight. And I said, no, I'm not. So I ended up going out that night, and we bumped into each other. <laughs> 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 and he looked at me like, well, what are you doing here? And I, you know, I said, well, I you know, changed my mind. Mm-hmm. He texts me a long text while we're at the bar. On the other side of the bar. Uh-huh. And he says, you know, I just want to let you know that, you know, I wanted things to be casual. I'm out of a 23-year marriage. I'm only a year out, and I wanted things to be casual. So I just go go back to, that's fine. But don't waste one. I could have got one of your friend's numbers that was actually interested <laughs> and ready. And now you're over here. Mind you, one of them is an Oscar winner. And all, you're over here messing up my game because you just want to call dibs on somebody with no interest of actually moving forward. See, there's a lot of options out there for you. There's a lot of options out there for you, but you have to be choosy and picky. Correct. And you have to, like, scroll through and find Correct. out, like, how you're going to trade up and, like, get rid of these guys. Exactly. Exactly. And then, I mean, you get left on the back burner, for me at least, a lot of times because I don't bend over back for guys. I'm not texting him all day. I'm not doing all of that. I just, I want someone to chase me. I'm, I, I've been a chaser my whole life, and I'm just kind of over it. Yeah. And so now I know I want someone to chase me. Yeah, so you're not bending over backwards and you're not bending over forwards either. Not even sideways. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, so that's good advice to the guys. Like, you know, look, if you're going to try to hit on me, if you're going to try to be with me, if you're going to try to date me, like, show up, first of all, have some intelligent conversation. Mm-hmm. And don't just try to text me or meet me in a bar. We're don't adults. waste my time. Don't waste my time. Like, let's move forward. I have two kids. If I'm opening my time for you or willing to, that's a big thing. Yeah, that's a big commodity right there. Yes. Time. So how do you meet most of the people that you want to date? Is it through partying, bars, friends, online? Do you do the online dating thing? I did try it just for my blog that I had, thecreaminmycoffee.com. It's not live anymore because I just ran out of time. But I did do it for a little bit. I did a whole article on Tinder. And 
I just find you get dating ADD from that because mm. there are as many options as the men have out in the streets. We all have on the internet. You know, I had probably 15, 20 conversations going with any given person on any given day. And, you know, I could be completely interested. And if he doesn't, like, reply back to a question, I've already moved on to the other five conversations, and I forgot about that one. <laughs> so dating ADD does exist online to me. Yeah, totally. That makes total sense. And, I mean, it's like a full-time job. It is. It takes up a lot of time. And, I mean— the good news is is that it kind of levels the playing field. Like you said, like there's a ton of guys on there. You can totally shop. It's like shoe shopping. You can put in your requirements. You don't have to waste your time with like the guys in the bar who, mm-hmm. you know, once you're attracted to them, it's kind of too late. Like <laughs> if they don't meet all your requirements, you know, you're already into them and then you got to waste a lot of time weeding people out. But yeah. online, you can sort of weed people out ahead of time. Ish. Ish. Because they put what they want. If they're honest. Yes. Right, exactly. <laughs> if they put pictures that are like, you know, not older than 10 years old. Or they say they're 5'9 and they're really 5'4. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Not against any men that are 5'4. We're all beautiful. No, we're talking about being honest and direct. Like, let's 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 be clear. Let's <laughs> just, just tell me what I'm getting ahead it, of time. It's not like you're not going to figure it out when you meet them. Correct. It's not like you're— Correct. <laughs> just be honest from the beginning. It's not like if you put pictures of yourself with hair and then you show up and you're bald. It's not like, oh, uh, I didn't—I wasn't going to notice. Like, yeah. Yeah. Never trust a man with only hat pictures. <laughs> Yeah, you need at least one picture without a hat. Yes. <laughs> totally true. But it does definitely, it sort of thins out your focus. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and you get a lot of those guys who are like, hi, what are you doing? What are you up to? Right? There's, I feel like my whole DM, my whole everything is just, what are you doing? I don't have time to tell people what I'm doing. I'm doing stuff. <laughs> I'm living. Just know that. <laughs> yeah, let's cut to the chase. <laughs> Move forward. Next. <laughs> so what is like a, a intriguing conversation that would make you want to go out with someone? Or is it just their photos? Or is it just like, I don't care, let's cut to coffee? Oh, I don't like coffee on a first date, period. Okay. Okay. What do you like? Um, something that you have to put more thought into. Dinner? Yeah. Dinner or like or something. Not a movie, not, not coffee. But coffee is just, um, somebody <laughs> said something to me recently and it totally made sense. My lip gloss costs $30. <laughs> That you want me to go waste on this coffee cup that cost you two. It's not even worth putting. Lip it's not even on. worth. You're gonna get. You're gonna get who you're gonna get. The, the, the person that's gonna show up to a coffee date with you is that person, that mom. Every morning, I'm not putting in any effort on my looks, on anything. I probably might even do my. I might not even do my hair. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the kind of effort. Because when I go out, though, I want to get dressed up. I want to do all of that. And coffee, I don't get to do that. Yeah, okay. So if you're if you're going out for coffee, you get Nikki just plain. Mm-hmm, you get plain old Nikki. Yeah, no it. effort Nikki. Which might be great. You know, it's like real. Yeah, I know. You don't want to meet her. <laughs> My sure energy goes great. with how I look on the outside. <laughs> oh, sweetie, you are so beautiful. You don't need any lip gloss. Trust me. So if you are really going to be interested in someone, you want someone who's going to say, look, I have this hot air balloon trip planned for us? That would be wonderful. I'm scared of heights, but I would still go if somebody, like, I might be sitting in there, like, not looking over the edge. But it's like the thought. I want someone to plan something. Okay. Just plan something. Put some effort in. Yeah. It doesn't have to be huge. Just plan it. That's already, in this town, that's already, like, 
acres, acres and acres more than what these people, yeah, this put little some effort piece in. of put some effort. block people give you. There's yeah. a lot of there's a lot of stuff to do in L.A. Somebody once took me on a um, picnic. Um, it was a Shakespeare in a Park thing. Oh, I love that. It was cute. Yeah, you could walk on the beach with a bottle of wine. It's not that complicated. Yeah, it'll be- Definitely add the bottle of wine. Then you really know me. <laughs> yeah, we know about your wine diet. <laughs> <laughs> and so if a white guy does want to date a black girl, can you give us a few, a few pointers? <laughs> because some of your pointers are just, just brilliant. Only on the west side in Santa Monica, I'm realizing on this side I'm going to have a hard time because these white boys ain't woke. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have to teach them. Well, uh, I don't. I know. I don't know if I can. It's some like some of them are just kind of off the off the wall. Well, it's deeply implanted. It's deeply implanted. Whatever. Yes. Yeah. So one gentleman. I wouldn't even call him a gentleman. One dude. He's a dude. <laughs> he. Yeah. He's a dude. He tells me. He's like. I think you're beautiful. Things are going great. He's like. Let me buy you a drink. Buy a drink for me and all my friends. Good move. Yes. And then turns around and says, <laughs> "Oh my God! I can't even believe I'm saying this live on air." Turns around and says. Yeah, I'm glad you're not dark skin. I don't really like dark skin <gasps> girls. He's what? like, you're like nice and like medium, kind of light. Oh God, jeez. I said, did you really just say that? I'm like, do you realize? I'm like, you obviously have not been out. Like, bl- dark skinned women are beautiful. So you're not gonna like me in the summer. <laughs> Good answer. Because I like laying out and getting to my darkest color. Like, Good answer. So, yeah, so, and he's like, no, 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 What What I mean was I'm not being racist at all. I'm like, and you're not being racist. You really are. That's totally racist. Yeah, <laughs> and you're like, you really are. He's like, no, my, <laughs> he's like, no, my mom is from the hood. My mom is a hood rat. What? I took my drink and I said, you have a wonderful day. He's like, I, yeah, he, after he offered to let me um, drive his Ferrari. And this is why a lot of black people are over some white people, because that does exist. Okay, but this is a very unique area here. So, so it's a very is, unique area. This is not what happens everywhere. Like, not every white guy has a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not be racist, okay? okay. <laughs> so that's that's good advice for white guys of China dated black girls like you know don't be a colorist either you think someone's pretty or not so that is something that goes along with you know you're pretty for a black girl you probably saw that on one of I think I get that more times than you can imagine and that's east to west New York to Florida so what other good advice do you have they shouldn't touch your hair that was (laughs) yeah I don't have hair anymore you guys can't see me but I I've cut off my hair in the last couple of years. But it's still short and cool looking. Yeah, don't touch our hair. I mean, a lot of some of us don't mind. Like I didn't mind it as much, but if you don't know me, like and like and because you have to know the proper way to touch it. What do you mean if they don't know you? Like strangers coming up on the street to touch your hair? Yes. It's to the point where people are making t-shirts now that says, do not touch my hair. That's just terrible. It is that serious. Yeah, strangers, like they just you just see it in their eyes and you know they're coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a zombie. So we got that. So no touching the hair. What else? One more. One more hand. One more good one. This one's for every race. Don't assume every black girl has a booty. Because I sure don't. Oh, I have a flat. A I have one. NASA tall. No ass at all. <laughs> and I, I hate that people expect, like, black people tell me, where's your ass? Mm-hmm. White people go, hmm. I don't think you should judge a girl by her ass anyway, but whatever. That's a different conversation. Yes. So, so yeah. Never trust a big butt and a smile. Why? That girl is poison, like the song. That girl is poison. Okay, let me break out in song. That girl is poison. Exactly. Well, music break. Never trust a big button of smile. Okay, so on that note, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back. 
The Trouble with Sex team and our partners at Dame want you to know we've got your back. We're living in really stressful times, and self-care has never been more important. Make sure you're carving out time to take care of you. This can mean self-pleasuring, masturbation. Those are great ways to decrease feelings of loneliness, anxiety, and it can even relieve depression. For more help exploring solo play, you can visit dameproducts.com slash trouble with sex. I have a couple questions for you. First of all, I want to go back to something you said off air where one of your girlfriends, when she found out that you were dating white men, she asked you, what did they eat? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she was very curious. um, Every time I would go out on a date and explain what the guy looks like, she would say, oh, you date white guys? And this is time after time again. I'm like, girl, yes. (laughs) And so she's like, well, what do they eat? What do you guys talk about? Like, I mean, is it just a fetish? That's one thing that a lot of black women or a lot of people think that white men only date black girls because it's a fetish. No, I I think that that really, I feel like that really shows what kind of self-esteem a lot of us might have. Because why would you think that only, that someone's only interested in you because of a fetish? Yeah, or that you'd only be interested in white men because you're fetishizing sex with white men. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, what about just finding somebody? What about just um, a person? A person that, you, that you're that you suitable for or they're suitable for you. And I think it says something about our culture that right now at this time, you can pretty much have anybody you want and be into anybody you want. And you're just open to people. Correct. Like you just I are am. attracted to people. I sure am. But like, I mean, I think in this cult, newer, newer culture, things are kind of going back to how they used to be a little bit. Because with Trump in office, a lot of the white supremacists have showed their face, and and it's scared. I think it's scared a lot some black people. So I think there's in the dating world, some people are starting to stick to their own race now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I heard talks of race wars coming up and this mm-hmm. and that. So people are really trying to stick. For me, I'm like I'm still open to dating everybody because I mean I would hope that if there was a race war, whoever I'm dating is on my side. You gonna fight for me? <laughs> Well, hopefully, regardless of the color of their skin, they're going to fight for you. Correct. We all need people in our corner in life. Yeah, and I think, you know, you're such an outgoing, extroverted, friendly person that I imagine that wherever you go, you're going to meet people. Because I like meeting people. Mm -hmm. I love people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it helps with the characters I develop in some of my screenplays. And it's just, it's really important. It's something I've always been interested in. So if you read my scripts, you'll see that the the depth of the characters are really real because I've met these people before. I love these people yeah. and their stories. And then you also are an actress, so you can play different Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And so I know one of the questions that people have asked you is, if I'm going to date outside of my race, where do I meet people? Like if I am going to open the, you know, the possibilities and expand my potential, what do I do? Where do I go? How do I do this? As people, we tend to go to our same habitats. Mm-hmm. We go to the same places where we where we always go. That's just where we go. I tend to do that too. And you have to branch out a little bit. So not just race-wise um, to find someone of a different race because you probably could li- be black living in a white town like me. Mm-hmm. And But if I go to the same places every time, it's going to be the same people. Mm-hmm. So it's just changing the environment. So the people that live in a city that looks just like them, maybe change your environment. And that just helps you get to know people all together in general. Like, why be around the same people all the time? Yeah. And I think especially now for women, where more women are educated than men, 
you know, more women are um, employed than men. Mm-hmm. And so we have higher standards. Like we're looking for guys that are employed, that are educated, that are making money, that are interesting and intellectual. And it's hard to find men like that. You can find them, but they ain't shit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I found a lot. You want some? <laughs> no. Um, sometimes you have to be willing to relocate in order to have a good relationship with one of them, which I'm not. So those have never worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my kids are in great schools. We're not leaving. A good place to start is go have dinner at the bar by yourself. Don't go with the girlfriend because guess what's going to happen? You're going to be sitting there talking to your girlfriend. Men are going to be too too shy to come up and approach thinking they're going to interrupt you or, you know, they just don't really want to come up and it's just awkward Mm -hmm. at a bar. So if you go by yourself, it's more likely someone's going to come up and sit next to you because they're also by themselves and they want to feel like they're out with somebody a little bit and then discussions happen. I've met a lot of people that way, even great new girlfriends too, just Mm -hmm. going to the bar, woman sits next to me, like, hey, how are you? And, you know, we just have a good time. You're so brave. (laughs) You really are. You're so brave and you're so comfortable with yourself. Isn't that what everybody should be or should hope to be? They should. I can eat by myself. I like to eat. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you ever eat? (laughs) I eat a lot. Not between 6 and 11. Yes, intermittent fasting because I hate working out. (laughs) You know, you have to, they say you have to, if you don't do something, you're going to have to do something else or whatever. You're going to have to Mm. juggle that. But wine's okay. Wine is always okay. Any last advice you have for our listeners about dating or about, you know, being a single parent and trying to find someone that you're really interested in or how to weed out bad dates? Um, Being a single parent and dating, I mean, there's a lot to it. My kids have never met anyone I've dated. Mm -hmm. That's one thing, one problem I find with some single moms that they do. They introduce their kids to people a little too soon. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless there's a ring on my finger, they're not meeting my children. The people that have met my children are the ones that I've friend-zoned after dating because they're just great people and I knew it wasn't going to work out romantically. But they're just great people in which we just became friends. Nice. They have met my children. Okay, they're going to be around forever. Otherwise, um, that's the biggest one. I'm dating with children for just dating, period. Men, stop being so lazy. If you like a girl, go ahead and just—I know—okay, let me go back. A lot of men have been burned in this town by women giving too much, going to nice dinners, and girls are just using them. Mm -hmm. Have better judgment before you go out with girls. Don't just try to, like, throw it at the wall, see if it sticks. Mm -hmm. Just— to have better judgment in who you're going out with and with that person, take the time and take the effort and it probably could work out. Mm-hmm. So use some discernment. Don't just try to sleep with everyone right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Invest some time and energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's very great. Then you'll feel less played out. You'll feel less played out and less used. You know, mm-hmm. I like that because I do hear that from a lot of men. Like, you know, I'm spending a ton of money on all these first dates and never getting a second date. And then I'm seeing these girls that they're choosing. I'm like, dude, you're 60 years old. She's 25. What did you expect? <laughs> she want, She was hungry. <laughs> she was hungry. She's been fasting. Yeah. She, she needed to eat. She's been intermittently fasting for like four days. Yeah. The girl needs some protein. She needed a couch to sleep on. Come on. So. Well, that's why these guys are asking people out for coffee because, you know, you go on a couple dates a week, it adds up. And I understand that, but they need to see with me as something different. And if they don't see that, then whatever. We don't need to go out. Yeah, then don't go out. Yeah. Yeah. So be discerning. Don't waste my time. Mm -hmm. Even my time putting my number into your phone. Even the texting, even replying. What are you doing? Really? Yeah. So that one's gone. That's another piece of advice. Like, you know, come up with some better lines than just, hey, what are you doing? What's up? What are you up to? Yeah. Just say, what are you doing Friday night at (laughs) 8? Right. 
Let's be specific. I have a hot air balloon <laughs> on Santa Monica Beach. Yes. Let's be specific. Yeah. Like, I have I rented surfboards. Let's go learn to surf. Ooh, that's a great day. Fun, right? Mm, listeners. <laughs> I did that this year. I, I went out on my own to learn to surf. Oh, nice. Well, not on my own. I went with a friend that knew how to surf. And how'd you do? I did well. I stood up the first time. Wow. I posted the pictures. It's very impressive. Welcome to 40. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a question from our listeners our listening audience. I have someone here who, she's 45 years old. She said she has never been on a good date since she's been divorced. How does she put herself back out there? I mean, there's so many things to that question. There's so so many many elements. Um, What is she doing with herself? Is she happy with herself already? Is her grooming, her, there's so many different things. There's someone out there for everyone. So I don't know her personality. Maybe she's going to the wrong places. Maybe she needs a better outlook because if she's going out with that attitude, I'm never meeting anybody that's good. Then you're not going to meet anybody that's good. Maybe she needs to write a better profile on her dating site. Could be anything. Better pictures. And maybe she's choosing the wrong people to go out with. Most probably. Yeah, there's so many different things that element. Have her inbox me and we'll talk. <laughs> I'm very straightforward. You know that. So. Oh, and people need that direct advice, I think. Yeah, very important. Yeah, especially if you know you're a single parent and you're trying to strike out again. And, and I don't mean strike out like you're striking out, but like to get out there again and make it work. And, you know, and you got to face a lot of disappointment. You do. You do. And some of my friends with kids— they go out on each date thinking they're going to fall in love and this man is the man. Mm, that's big expectation. It's so huge. And I have to hear them talk about it, which is so annoying. I'm like, dude, <laughs> just go on the first date. And you may not even like him. I know. Don't start backing up the moving truck. Yeah. So, But they do. A lot of women do. They put their whole dreams, hopes, and aspirations into a man before they've even met face-to-face. Wow. And so my thing is, when I go out, I just want to make that night a fun night. Yeah, that's a great goal. And if anything comes from it, wonderful. If not, then I just don't have to talk to them again, and I had a fun night. (laughs) And I think that's a great piece of advice to give people, like, keep your expectations light and fun. Just make it about this night, this date, this person, this moment. Have fun. Yes. And don't waste your time. And also don't, I went on a date and the guy got way too deep, way too fast, as soon as we sat down. So tell him, it's, he was super spiritual and stuff. It was way too much for me. And so, you know, he said, tell me about what you're looking for and, and, you know, somebody else. I'm like, I'm sitting here with you. I'll figure out if you have it or not. I don't need to tell you what I'm looking for. I'll let you know if you're it or not. Well, that's a, that's a pretty common question though, Nikki. Well, that, well, that's <laughs> what are you what, looking for? Like, he didn't want to waste well, no. his time either. Well, no, in the, we got through that in the emails oh, okay. or whatever. Okay. Okay. And so, it's like, but it was more like, what are you looking for in this whole scheme of life? And this, it was thing. too deep for you. It was way too deep for me. And I do get deep in conversations and it's fine. But like, that was way too much on the first like five minutes. Can we naturally just get there? Yeah. We're going to be here for the next hour. Yeah, I can think. we get through appetizers? Yes, exactly. <laughs> and then let's jump in there, maybe by dessert. Maybe by tequila. But like, I was like, can I get my drink now? (laughs) Because this is, I could see what, like, and so basically that date bored the shit out of me. I was just bored because every question was just like that. I'm like, I want to just get to know who you are. Like, like, how do you interact with everybody that's around us? Like, mm-hmm. how are you interacting with the server? That's important to me. Yeah. These, these people moments. How do you tip? That's a big that's one. That's a huge one. Yeah. I've been out with some rude, rude people. They're nice to me, but then they're rude to the server. Oh, no. That's Sorry. out. Yeah, you're done. Out. I was a waitress and a bartender, man. If you don't tip well, 
Yeah. And if you're just like even, yeah, I mean, tip well, tip, tip normal. It doesn't have to be over the top. But also if you're just rude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Can we get a thank you and a please? Well, that's some good advice too. So yeah. I hope everyone's been writing all this down. I Tips so from much. Nikki. <laughs> so is there anything that you want to leave our listeners with that they could maybe write down, take as advice that they can do at home, something that they can do as a result of listening to this podcast that they might change in their life? Just something small. Be more open. Get out there and go. Just go do it. Life is short. Mm. We're, we're watching the news every day where random stuff is happening to people. And it could be you tomorrow. So suck it up and go. Suck it up and get out there and go. <laughs> I love it. Great dating advice from Nikki McElroy. Check her out. And check out A Black Girl's Guide to Dating White Men. Also, you know, she's a screenplay writer. She's an actress. And she's got a lot ahead of her that's going to be super successful. Thanks to all my sexy listeners out there. Until next time. This episode was brought to you by Dame Products. To find out more, go to thetroublewithsex.com or email me at drtammy at thetroublewithsex.com. Join our mailing list, follow us on social media, sign up for our newsletter, or send me a question. The Trouble With Sex is produced by Brandy Savitt and Jane Applegate. Our audio is by Flavor Lab New York City. Our L.A. studio engineer is Aaron Steinberg. This episode was mixed by Eric Stern with music by Bruce Hirschfield. Thank you.